Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I have Doin. He's the co-founder at Woodcore. Welcome to the couch, man. Hello, Lutana. How are you doing today? Good to be here. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, on the couch, we have founders um, talk about their products and we learn all we can about these products. And so, jumping into the conversation today, what is Woodcore? And could you tell us about it? Okay, great. Um, so basically, uh, Woodcore is like a cloud banking infrastructure system um, that can basically be utilized by um, microfinance banks, by um, other financial institutions, and also non-FIs that want to basically digitize their products, their processes. They are looking to build out digital channels, and they are looking to leverage on a platform that has APIs that they can leverage on or they're looking to um, manage their in-house operations in a better way um, than the legacy systems that they are using or the um, files that they are lo- using around or Microsoft Excel in this case, no, no insult to Excel, but I mean, um, so our system can handle all of that. Um, we provide the UI and APIs for you to be able to handle all of these things along with, um, yeah, helping those companies or these organizations to be able to also um, embed financial um, financial services on their existing products and processes. Uh, just think of it like a mambo for, for Africa, basically. Think of it like what? Like a mambo, a mambo for Africa. That's like, those are like our biggest, um, I think, our biggest competitors, okay. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that is actually really, 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 really interesting. Um, cloud banking infrastructure systems and um, one of the use cases would be for microfinance people to be able to easily handle their systems, disburse cash, do credit rating, things like that, right? Um, so well, um, so for now we've not. Um, what, what one of the things we've been doing so far, one of the things we do right now is that we've been able to extract um, um, our services in such a way that what we offer right now is the core. The core itself right so and that core just handles your account your product configurations your customer portfolio management settlement and reconciliation like and a couple of other things that happens in the back office so you can do all of that access all of that via apis and you can also like use our system for you that have like um, that still have like brick and mortar operations right you can still like use our system for all of that however the good side is there's something we call a connector hub more like a marketplace that we are actually building that can um, enhance the functionalities of our core banking that beyond the core banking it's a full-blown enterprise system that if you want to build um, any fintech products um, you have everything you need um, from the kyc to uh, to transfer services and a couple of other services but we'll be working with partners to do all of this um, so basically that's that's it okay that's actually really really interesting and so um so far as of today who would you say are your main customers who uses would call the most today um i, I think um, um our main customers are interested in mostly the um the traditional mfps and um and then the fully digital mfps um and here's what i say so i think at some point we've been able to and properly segment and drill down to the types of customers that we have and we discovered that actually there are about six types right um the first one is the traditional mfbs the guys that um, they basically just still work in a brick and mortar way where um, they go into the bank it's mostly they mostly have like uh, market people um, traders as their customers right um, so there's that part then the second segment would be 
discover anything. Traditional MMPs that also have digital channels, right? These traditional MMPs, they have like traditional MMPs, you can still go to the MMP and go and discuss money, right? But they also have digital channels or they are planning to build digital channels along with that. So maybe to be able to access them via mobile um, apps or um, internet banking platforms. They've also been able to um, act, um, identify the fully digital MMPs. A couple of them are around DG Coda. We have credit money, which credit money is currently our own customer as well. And we also have Transfer, one of the biggest MMPs in Lagos, um, fully digital as well. And then we've also been able to identify fintechs. Crowdium is currently one of the people integrating. And we have been able to identify um, some other financial institutions like asset managers. And then the non-FIs, that want to like e-commerce platforms, uh, ride-link platforms. that want to embed financial services and what they offer. Think about um, an Uber today, where you're an Uber rider and you are able to get overdraft because um, you because Uber or that ride-link company is leveraging on our car banking infrastructure. And they can easily um, offer their drivers overdraft, and their drivers can pay back over a period of time, and they can um, give money to their family ahead of time and then pay back um, for the work they do. So yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Um, and so, how did how did you start this company? How was Woodcore started? You know, what is the founding story like? Uh, cool, cool. Uh, so, so my my co-founder, my uh, CEO, is currently is stuck in Davidson. So, um, so you uh, started out as he um, started out as a country manager. For one of um, our competitors, right? <laughs> Interesting story. So mm-hmm. that uh, as a contributor for one of our competitors, and uh, he just said one day that he wanted to start his own thing, and uh, what they were building, um, they were not list- particularly listening to his own ideas and all of that. So, was, I mean, this guy was getting well paid as well, and was I mean living a good life. I mean, so we just said, I mean, I, I think some of us just want to chase um, value and impact at the end of the day. So it was like uh, I think he was starting his own thing and all. And me, I didn't even know him then. And this was I think 2020, uh, 2019, 2020-ish. So he left his job and he started running a consulting company. Um, although he had been doing a lot of things in tech way before then. But he and the story main story behind it, but he started his own consulting company where he was deploying um back in infrastructure for um, a couple of MLPs, a couple of banks as well, I'm working with um, them as well. So I think along the line, uh, it brought me on board to work with him uh, as a product person. Um, and then I think he told me about his vision for the company and how he's looking to um, make the SaaS products and not just a consulting business. And that was how we started working on models on how we could uh, pivot into like a fully SaaS model and not just the consulting business. And so far, um, it's we've been able to gradually. I mean, I think that consulting business has a lot of money, but just that there's a lot of problems and headaches sometimes. But uh, so yeah, we are gradually uh, we've been able to successfully pivot. Um, so we are gradually easing into that product mode and um, gradually bringing our customers. So that's es- es- essentially how how we all started, basically. Okay, okay, that's really really interesting. Um, <laughs> being a new year, what would you say is the vision for? would call for 2023 like where would you see would call by next year january 2023 i think by next year uh one of, one of the good things or one of the hopeful things that we want to like or we like to think of is that uh, we would have had at least uh, more like times times 
five to times seven of the number of customers that we have now. In fact, what am I saying? Maybe like times ten, in fact, um, because we're hoping to reach a lot more MFBs than we currently have today. Um, we're also hoping to be able to at least um, close down on a couple of um, huge partnerships as well, and then and at least more like expand our business beyond where we are currently and then um, hopefully the, the the our name will be much more popular than, than where we are currently so yeah i think that's like a major plan growth it's no more than that yeah yeah um, i'm really really curious in in the in the in the finance space in say africa or let me even niche it down to nigeria mm-hmm. um are there other people that are doing providing cloud banking as a service already like how early are you guys um, so i think currently in nigeria there is inlax Nam- Namwit. um there's a bank one um and yeah i think those are like the two like most popular guys when, when it comes to what what we are doing kind of needs to be similar however the major difference is the fact that our apis are open we don't charge for those apis at all and also um it's not a legacy system. Uh, you guys are pretty impressive. So yeah, um, I think those are like major. And then um, when you're looking to scale massively, especially with the digital channels, uh, yeah, I think we we have that part on your part. Okay, okay, that's really really interesting. I like the focus on um, the products being really 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 new, um, and I would even say impressive, right? Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. huge between what you're providing and legacy systems out there and that's really really amazing yeah thanks um, for that especially for um current systems and just for scale also basically yes 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 um so um i, I also want to know what major challenges you you know handling product today uh face building out this would call products mm, okay i, I think uh, one of the first um, problems would be um, finding the right resources um, because of the kind of space that we are and uh, when we started it, it was a bit hard to impact till now uh, it was a bit hard to get the right resources that understood what we were using and that would just come in and integrate easily um, so uh, because of the kind of system um, it's an enterprise system not that not just a mobile app it's something that will be powering mobile apps and also in other channels. So it was a bit hard, to be honest. But I mean, um, gradually, we've been able to just um, share knowledge much more better. And I think one of the things that we'll be doing much more this year is to be able to inform more people and kind of demystify what cloud banking is in the first place and how you can leverage on our own infrastructure to be able to build and do some awesome stuff. Um, so I think one of that's like one of the major challenges um people not having a lot of information on what our what our system really is, what you can do, especially the guys that are not MSBs now, and what you can do, how we can help them and and then also resourcing. I think those are like one of the major challenges in fact that we are still facing right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we hope to uh, overcome those challenges. And starting from this quarter, actually, you hear more from us um, digitally. Yeah. Um, so, one of the um, possible use cases for Woodcore is actually fintechs. Um, so, I wanted to know um, what kinds of fintech could easily plug in and use Woodcore today, um, and how you provide to say fintechs today would be 
comparable to open banking services like Mono and Stitch and products like that. So the interesting thing is that we are not even like in the same market with Mono and Stitch and all of that. Instead, we are like potential partners, right? Where we can like um, we can connect to them, they can connect to us, and then our customers or our clients will be able to easily use um, Mono services or across services on their mobile app or wherever they want to use them without going through the long the lines of codes or doing long uh, integration processes because we would have covered that aspect and they just need to plug in. Yeah, so um, for the, for the, in terms of like the fintech space now, I think that um, when they are building like a mobile app now, for instance, um, let's say maybe a digital channel like um, a CUDA bank, sorry about that, if you're building like a CUDA bank, if you're building like, um, think of maybe a bank, a mobile app that's um, like a fintech app. Digital um, bank, yeah. A digital bank, right? Um, you can easily, easily go to market in like one month. That's how crazy it is. If you have like your requirements ready, your, your designs are ready, you've met all the regulations, you have all your partnerships ready, it's that crazy that you can actually go to market in one month with good call. Wow, that is really, really, really interesting. Yes, because all you just need to do is to configure your product. And I'm sure most of these digital banks today, they use like um, one savings product or a couple of savings products that maybe offer you something, something interest. You configure that product on the UI and then you are able to access this product via APIs. And once you do that, anybody that onboards your mobile app um, will automatically have a profile on Bootcore, which will be for your back office. And then they can see the wallets and the wallet balance and all of that. Typically in one month, in fact, one month, so it even sounds like a lot. If you have, have your house in order, in one month, you can actually launch out your digital app, um, your digital bank. Um, if you want to even build something like a car ride, something like a savvy, something like a, you know, piggy vest, something like, you can actually like build all of these type of products um, using Woodcom, actually. Wow. So far, you have all your partnerships in place. I mean, and some of those partnerships are what we are trying to close out on so that if you want to carry out transfers from your mobile app, you don't have to go and look for um, how to build that service on your middleware to, to require and all of that. What we intend to do is now to ensure that we have all these connections already available via our connector hub and you can make use of it and uh, call your APIs and all of that. So yeah, um, that, that's how beneficial it is actually. Your go-to-market will be a lot more faster. You can iterate faster and adapt easily to the market. Hmm. That's that's really, really interesting. Um, and also the idea of the connector hub, having um, um, third-party services already onboarded with Woodcore so that any Woodcore customer could just mm-hmm. plug yeah. into it without needing to do the sales cycles all over again and things like that is really really amazing exactly um i think the last question i have for you doing is what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building out a business like woodcock today uh, um i mean i think that uh, I've, I've learned a lot of things one of the major things would be that um once you have that idea or that thing that you have in mind and you've been able to validate it, just chase it. And here's why I say this, because uh, we started out with consulting and we knew that there was a problem in the market that we could solve, right? So it was a bit easy to uh, to try to tell ourselves, okay, this is what we can do. The only difference was now to ask ourselves certain questions around 
will the people accept it? Will our potential market would they accept using a product than us than what we used to do then as being consultants and all of that? And um, I mean, acceptance has been um, fa- fairly good, um, fairly fairly good, and I think that. Um, this guy is just the starting point. I think one of the other lessons that I've also learned is um, there's a people part of things as well. Um, take care of the people that you're working with. Um, they'll, they'll go far and beyond for you. Um, ensure that everyone is, is... You can't make everybody happy, but at least make, make people comfortable working with you and um, they'll, they'll, they'll do a lot more for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think those are really, really valuable lessons. Um, make sure your team is happy um, and they will go the extra mile for you. Um, I think that's really, really amazing. And also, you know, validate an idea by day that is a need and once you do, run with it. I think those are two really, really, really strong lessons to learn. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you so much going for coming on the couch. This has really been amazing. Welcome, Lutana. Thanks a lot. It was, it was really good. Yeah. And, you know, for everyone listening, um, and you have an idea to build a fintech startup today in Nigeria, you should check out Woodcore. Yeah. The interesting part, Lutana, is that uh, we are not even local based alone. Um, if it, wherever in Africa that you are, and we've been able to build our system to be able to accommodate any country in the world, actually. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So you've heard it. Yeah. You know, check out Woodcore today if you're beginning to mess around with the idea of building a financial service, building a savings app building the fintech space or you own a microfinance institution you own an institution that is reading legacy, using legacy systems check out woodcore app today is woodcoreapp.com and you get all the information you need and make sure to always stay tuned subscribe share tips with your friends you already know every single week we bring you amazing founders like them and so until next time see ya thanks for your time.